Constable Matthew Hunt was the police officer who was shot dead on the 19th of June 2020. Matt was my best friend and it was like a piece of myself died that day. Holding my head again Making my way through crowded thoughts Sometimes it's hard to get out of it Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. I just want to take a little bit of time to do this intro and I just want to go a bit deeper than what may be the the outside. I want to go inside of this, this moment, this story, this, this life. Now, I want to read something from the North Shore, Rodney and West Auckland Police, and this will help set a bit of the tone for this week's podcast. So at the time of recording this, it's June 2021. Um, Here we go. It's been one year since we lost our brother, Constable Matthew Hunt, in the line of duty. But not one day has passed where he hasn't been in our thoughts. His colleagues in Waitemata and across the country miss him dearly, as do his friends and family. Our thoughts are with his mum Diane and sister Ellie and his wider friends and family. You were so respected and loved, man, and touched the lives of many. One of the lives that Matthew or Matt Hunt touched is this week's guest. His name is Regan Green. He was and is Matt Hunt's best friend. And he joins me in this podcast to talk about well, his life, his story, but also one year on from missing his best friend every day. What can be done? And look, I, I know I'm guilty of metaphorizing, if that's even a word, being so metaphorical on things, but I feel like it's the closest we can get to describing feelings. And I wish to engage with the world in this space, particularly in the digital space, in a more feeling-based realm. <laughs> and look, that's kind of contrary to what's happening, right? We're all feeling-based online. We're getting so feeling-based that we're forgetting that there's a real person at the other end of whatever digital stream is being put in front of us. But in this podcast, I had a deep sense to connect with Regan, not just on the tagline, what the media would promote as the conversation about the murdered constable, but more to let Regan know that what he's doing by keeping Matt's soul alive and not forgotten uh, comes at a price on stress, on your mind. You know, many of us have to park things that, um, well, we have to park things so they don't haunt us. And I kind of get a sense that Regan's purposefully putting himself up to be haunted. And I know that kind of sounds 
all a bit out there and look I agree so I just think we would deal with this together which is my answer to a lot of things we deal with it collectively now I asked Regan if he would um, do a little intro about his relationship with Matt and so this next audio uh, will set us up for this conversation with Regan Green Regan over to you brother Matt was my best friend and it was like a piece of myself died that day and something I still struggle with on a daily basis. Matt was just your typical bloke, really. Um, He loved sport. He loved spending time with his friends. He loved going to the gym. Uh, But he was so much more. He was loyal, disciplined, methodical, uh, slightly OCD, if I'm honest. And he was all in once he had his mindset on something. He was the mate you always wanted around and the mate that everyone loved. You know, no one's perfect, but this bloke was bloody close. Uh, Before he died, he signed up to a bunch of half marathons around New Zealand as a way to experience our beautiful country. Uh, And he obviously didn't get to complete these. Um, myself and Sam our other best mate ran these in Matt's honour we ended up running seven half marathons in six months and we built a beautiful little community called Run With Matt Uh, the love and support we got was unreal and it was a nice way to show how much he meant to us all but obviously I'd rather have my best mate back It's a harsh reminder of how fragile and precious our lives are. And to be honest, it's given me a new perspective on life. And at Matt's funeral, I promised him to push for more, live in his honour and live life to the fullest. Since then, I've completed a triathlon, a full marathon. I learned to meditate. I've given up alcohol. Movember asked me to be a community ambassador, started planning my own podcast, I bought a house, got baby number two on the way, and I got a new job at NZME. I actually feel like I've pushed fast forward in my life to do more and achieve more, and possibly to distract myself um, from you know the constant grief I have every day. And I'm not saying this to brag, but to motivate others and inspire others to grab life by the balls. Okay, team, let's get into this podcast. Stay with us. We're all together. We come in to the voyage together. We arrive together. And sometimes we get a bit lost and we're looking at that abyss, right? And, um, you know, there's a famous quote that says, uh, be careful, in essence, if you look at the abyss, because sometimes the abyss looks back at you. And I often say to myself, but it's not the end of the sentence. It should be. When the abyss looks back at you, just wait, because people are on their way to pull you out of it. And that's how I feel about this podcast. So thanks, everybody, for blowing my mind and being part of this journey. And enjoy this week's podcast with Regan Green. Bringing out the fire, bring on all the lightning, because I'm looking for a hero, look inside the I find one, oh, carry the hurt when it gets to 
I pick it up, dust it off, and I fall down 11, I get up 12, don't need nobody else, yeah, I can save myself. Regan, um, let, I, I have a bit of a, you know, well, I think it's a bit of a safety net for me, which is try and be a similar version to yourself online to the person you are in the real world. And I mean, those things seem obvious, but there's a lot stacked up against us. This online world selects for, you know, all of the things that we talk about in modern society, clickbait and all of those things. And, and some, I, I kind of like to acknowledge the fact that first of all, you know, we just met each other via the kind of DMs on Instagram yeah. and yeah, um, yeah. You'd, 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 you'd caught up with a bit of stuff and I'd obviously seen your stuff um, in, in the public um, space, the public media space. And, and so mm. we're just two people um, having a yarn and I, I love the simplicity of it. And I, yeah. I want to acknowledge it because before we go into your kind of story, um, I don't want people to think that it's anything else than just two people having a chat. And ultimately, um, that's that's where we're at. And it also gets me out of jail a bit when I say I don't know that much about you. You know, like I'm notoriously bad for researching my guests, and I I try and spin it into a positive, which is oh we'll we'll you know we'll find each other online. But but I mean I did a, a bit of a Google, but like who are you, Regan? What do you do? Like you know, I, I'm obviously we'll talk about the run with Matt, but I'm I'm yeah. really interested in you. What's your makeup? Um, well, that's cool, man. I love the like purity of that. And I suppose um, for people listening, they can uh, so they get a bit of an idea how this came about. I actually approached you um, and full transparency. It's a bit of practice. I want to start my own podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, oh, and then, oh, that's what I was going to say. And then, immediately uh you just wrote yep man let's do it <laughs> after i wrote like this massive scale of <laughs> like what we could talk about and stuff like that and uh, i really loved that I, I thought that was cool um and yeah the, the way you said it's just two two guys just having a chat like uh, i really love that too uh, mm. and uh, my podcast will hopefully be something similar but beautiful um yeah who am i um well good plug here uh i'm just a bloke um, which is going to be the name of my podcast that uh, awesome. I'm, I'm hoping to create, which uh, maybe we can talk about a bit later. But um, yeah, just your classic Kiwi bloke. Um, grew up on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast. Uh, if you don't know where that is, it's um, it's about 40 minutes north of Auckland uh, with no traffic, uh, which means about three and a half hours north of Auckland with traffic. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, just grew up um, playing lots of sport, um, as all Coasties do. Um, grew up with an awesome family, awesome friend group, which I still have. Um, my wife and I recently moved back to the coast because um, we love it here so much and we want to raise our kids here. Oh, I'm definitely a family man. Um, definitely a, a people's person um i love i love chatting to people i love um you know i love hanging out with my friends i love doing things with my friends i love you know just being around other humans <laughs> i suppose i think that's why why i suppose i'm at this point where I also and i guess another reason why i want to start this podcast is just to yeah do stuff like this and just 
just talk to humans. Um, yeah. What what else am I? <laughs> what well, I, I mean, I'll jump in, man, because look, there's something yeah. kind of beautiful and raw about, you know, like um, when you talk, it sounds a bit like me. Like I grew up in the Coromandel. I have the story of being the youngest brother of siblings who looked after me. They paved the way, and basically, I just got love. Right. So I sit back sometimes, and I'm like, what do I do with that? You know, when I look through at life, I actually um, look at it through the rose petals that we talk about, you know, and it really, it hurts me when I don't understand where this kind of pain comes from. And I wonder if we can kind of connect on that level somehow, but, but there is, there is, it's necessary to, to, you know, as we're both getting, you know, older and having responsibilities and families, we've got to try and somehow consolidate that life isn't all peas and carrots right that it is has some has some well what people have tried to work through for centuries eh? the the chaos yeah. the, the the darkness within whatever you call it uh, mm. we're all capable of it and that's been kind of one of the realizations that don't sit back thinking that you know um, anything else then you're lucky type thing and and so I, I wonder if partly what um, I do is just trying to be like well I, I've and it's hard not to make it sound cheesy, but like, I really do have a lot of love to give. Right. And so I'm yeah. trying to like process what that means. And, and it sounds like, you know, you had an all right um, upbringing too, and you're just trying to recreate that. And, and like, I don't know if you feel this, but there's a tension there too. The world is very much open for communication and you hear as many bad things as you do good things. And so like, how does that work with you, man? Are you someone who can, like, can you filter the bad information? Do you actively um, try to kind of keep a little bit out? And I know there's a temptation to go straight to the your your friend and the run with Matt kind of idea. But I just yeah. wonder if I can park it for a second and just say, how yeah. do you deal as a, as a person with, like, you can look through the lens of the world at the moment and it could be a horror show. And yeah. I, I choose not to. How about you? Yeah, um, I'm definitely very much an optimist. And um, until recently, uh, I was, you know, happy all the time. I was super positive. Um, Matt and I actually went to travel to Europe together um about five years ago and had the time of our lives um and something that stuck with me um we were on yacht week and um and i was like on the on the bow of the boat or something and like just i was just living in the moment and i remember like putting my hands up and i was like i can't remember what i said but i was like croatia like feel it embrace it or something like that like i was just really feeling so good and I came back and sat down and my cousin goes to me, I think you're the most positive person I've ever met. <laughs> um, which kind of stuck with me. I was like, oh, like, that's really good. And it was Matt who said to me, he's like, mate, that's a, that's a great advocate for yourself. You know, like you should, you should really be grateful for that and like take that on board or something along those lines. Um, mm. So yeah, I've always been a super positive person and it's, and it's, and to be honest, my life is apart from losing Matt and 
which I know we're parking for a bit. And mm. I actually, Matt's actually my third mate who I've lost and I'm not even Jeepers. 30. Um, but apart from losing those three mates, like my, and I've said this to my wife all the time, my life, my life's perfect. Mm. Like I've had, I've had the perfect life. Um, and I'm, and I'm well aware of that. You know, I grew up with an awesome family and friends, like I said, um, I've never had, you know, we've never had issues with money or no struggles like that. Or, um, you know, I ended up marrying my, my high school sweetheart and now we've got a beautiful family. Like, a, yeah, like life's been great and which has given me, yeah, a very positive outlook. But yeah, obviously there's a few, <laughs> there's been a Absolutely. few speed bumps which we'll talk about soon that, um, yeah, have, yeah um, but yeah, I think I still try and stay pretty positive. Absolutely. And look, I mean, this podcast is interesting for me because there's kind of like a theme, right? And it's that the hard stuff provides you the the pathway to, you know, like, I guess put another way, whatever you deal with becomes your tool if you can harness it, you know, your pain, your trauma and Overwhelmingly, the guests are guests who overcome something horrific, you know, some in some cases. And, and I guess in this case, we're both no different. You know, there's going to be things that happen and we have to try and work it out. But I've been really trying to think about recently. I don't know if you remember that I always heard of a saying when I was a kid that, um, and look, I should probably just say, I don't know where I'm at spiritually, you know, I don't know. You know, yeah. it feels like there's a massive plan, but some days it doesn't, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I won't kind of make a call until I talk to a few more people, but yeah. um, so, something of an idea that the universe or God or whatever gives you what it or they, whatever thinks you can handle. And I was like, man, that's, what does that mean? You know, so you're mentioning the three mates that you no longer have, you know, why do you have to handle that? You know? Um, and I guess in some ways I was like, I don't really know what to make of that, but I kind of landed on somewhere where, well, maybe we all, we all have to like equally at some point share a bit of the shit <laughs> <laughs> comparative to what we can handle, you know? And I still don't know what to make of that um, because, you know, I've had some, yeah, I'm a very optimistic person too, and you know, positive as, but particularly, you know, my wife and I went through a scenario with a baby that didn't survive, and it was like, well, what the hell's happening there? You know, that's the that's the most tragic. When I tell people, they're so like shocked if I go into the detail of it that mm. it's like pretty horrific. But I sit here and you know, like you and others, we're all dealing with something. So you try and consolidate it and yet I still have a positive outlook. So I try and work out what does that mean? You know, is that something you kind of think about in terms of, are we just lucky that we have the resilience to, or the, you know, are we like a bank that has enough investment in positivity that we can actually take out quite a lot? Is that what our good upbringings gave us, Matt? Yeah. I mean, Honestly, that's a that's a very hard question to answer, eh? Absolutely. Um, because, and and I don't know, and I don't mm. think anyone knows. Mm. Um, 
it it bloody helps that's all i know is um having those loved ones around me and and uh and yeah, having such a good upbringing but yeah there's days where there's days where it doesn't help and i feel like giving up and i feel like saying like you know saying to the universe i suppose like why like mm. why is matt gone um and i just want to be able to somehow rewind and and start again and or you know like go back to that day and tell him not to go to work or mm. but yeah I, I don't know if that answered your question because no, uh, yeah to be honest, no. i don't really know how well no no the, I... My questions sometimes get so wild that it's like I'm making more of a statement, eh? But, but I think yeah, somewhere, <laughs> you know, we're just trying to kind of suss it out because, you know, that's the thing that I, um, well, we can, you know, we can have a go at trying to unlock some of the stuff. Um, it's 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 kind of like, you know, one of the things I was thinking about you is there is this kind of burden put on you, you know, that you're trying to make sure at all costs that your friend doesn't get lost in the, you know, in memory. Right. And at some point, you know, it's pretty brutal because they have to at some point, but you're not ready, you know, and, and mm. it's like upholding this honor. And I, I wondered for you too, like, and I don't quite know how to put this, but you know, you, maybe it's the right time to kind of talk about, um, the kind of mission here and, and the running, but do you think past that? Is there a day where you have to say, Hey man, you know, we'll catch up here and there, but I've got, I've got to, I've got to be here now. Um, yeah, it's a hard one. eh? Cause obviously gone through it before with other friends. I know mm. I, I mean, I know how it works and I know in 10 years, you know, I'm going to be almost 40, but my memory of him will still be late twenties, you know, and it's a weird thing. And it's, mm. and right now it's so raw and hurts so much and I don't want to let go. And, and I just want him back and I'm doing all these things to, you know, uh, honor him and live in his honor. And, but they're probably just distractions. Um, right. And then I guess sometimes it feels like he's right there behind me, helping me out. And then sometimes I'm like, the complete opposite. I'm like, nah, he's gone. You know, mm. it's just me here. Well, not just me, but <laughs> I hear you. Um, yeah. Uh, looking forward um, to the future. Yeah. Not really, <laughs> not really, but I've never really planned too far ahead in my life. Mm. Um, if anything, he's probably made me look forward more <laughs> and set goals for myself and, you know, really want to achieve things with my life where as a lot, you know, the ones close to me know I've have kind of, oh, I, mean, I don't want to say coasted through life because <laughs> that sounds like I've done bugger all, but 
I've always been like very present and take each day as it comes and live in the moment kind of bloke. Um, yeah. So I suppose he's actually made me look forward, but, and uh, myself and our other best mate, uh, Sam Swaffield, um, we've got a few plans in the pipeline to kind of keep his name going and, but as Matt, you know, because the police are going to keep his name going as the police officer, Matthew Hunt. But we want to keep his name going as our best mate, Matt, because he, he really was the best bloke going around. Um, the saying, it couldn't happen to a better bloke, like, it actually frustrates me because it's, with Matt, like, that's an understatement. And it really, yeah, like, it's, it, it frustrates me because he was just the best bloke going around. Like, literally everyone loved him. Uh, he was so good with with everyone, you know, no matter what age, um, and wouldn't harm a fly. And he was just the bloke that you always wanted around. He, you know, if there was an All Blacks game on, he's the first one to you'd message to come around and and watch it with you. But yeah, I think I went on a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> dude you know i mean you're gonna start your podcast and it's all a tangent and yeah yeah, and, yeah. um <laughs> you know in some ways i think hopefully one of the gifts that you'll give yourself when you do that is quite cathartic too you know talk it out like actually that's one of the um uh, one of the therapies is called talk therapy right you got your like mm. pills that you take if you're having a tough time or you got talk therapies and I always mm. think like those things need to be more clearly defined because maybe if you started a podcast that could work as a talk therapy and not only that, what an awesome way to kind of catalog your thoughts for your, your kids, you know, as you go forward and, you know, to, to hear it in your voice. I don't know if you're um, speaking of tangents, you watch any black mirror, you watch that show. Oh, I watched a few when it first yeah. came out, like, like the one with the bees and, and, yeah, it's pretty yeah, out yeah. there. Well, well, one of the episodes is you can upload your consciousness, right? So basically wow. this algorithm scans the internet for you. And I, was, mm. I always kind of thought to myself, I'd have an awesome AI because it would go through my podcast and hear hours and hours and hours of just me just mumbling away, trying to like make yeah. sense of stuff. Um, and then I thought, man, imagine if if you have another type of, social media or like you're an influencer and you know shout out to influencers but that's a hell of a gig if you have to just promote products that version of you would be you know maybe trying to sell all the time so i guess what <laughs> yeah. i'm saying man is like it's you have a really cool journey ahead of you of trying to catalog some of your thoughts and um and you know because that's the thing i want to ask you regan is like when we talk about your relationship with your friend matt is it actually, um, and I'm not a reporter, you know, where I can really ask yeah. you blunt questions. Is it, is it okay? Is it help? Do you find it healing to talk about this stuff? Cause it might be just constantly triggering you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good question actually. Um, and again, unfortunately I, I don't know. Cause I'm, um, I have to admit, I'm, I'm pretty lost in all this and yeah and do and you know I do feel at days like a broken man 
Yes. Um, especially recently because um, his like one year anniversary was on Saturday. Yeah. Um, which brought back a whole bunch of emotions and stuff. And, and I almost messaged you saying, can we put this off? Oh, um, I, had, yeah, I had such a rough day today because, mm. um, but then I was like, well, what better time to talk about it, you know? Um, <laughs> and I suppose I want to, you know, come on podcasts like yourself and, and start my own. And mm. I do a bit through my own social media. Um, and I suppose it's more for others. Uh, mm. It's more for others, you know, like I want to be able to help others go through losing a loved one or, or, or any tough time because um, I mean I suppose I've become a bit of an expert on losing loved ones which mm-hmm. is probably the worst thing to be an expert in life but um, yeah and I've got all these tools you know I I learned a meditation technique um, which has been actually life-changing um, highly recommend um, and I, yeah, I learned that originally to, you know, help with grief, but now it, yeah, it's, it's just become something that, yeah, is like I said, changed my life. Um, you know, what and then it? of course, what is it? Um, so it's called transcendental meditation or TM. You've probably heard of it. I think yeah, it's pretty common. Um, Jerry Seinfeld does it. <laughs> He's a big advocate for it. Um, he, I like his sort of take on it. He says, um, learning this, learning TM uh, is like having your mobile phone your whole life. But then when you learn TM, it's like someone's giving you the charger. <laughs> um, right. And I, I like that. It's, it doesn't really explain it that well, but it, you, you can't get it just, um, but, but yeah, the, the changes have been amazing for me. Like if you could, if you could take the feeling you get and put it in a pill, you'd make, you know, you'd be a billionaire (laughs) because one, when you're actually doing it, it's, it feels amazing. Uh, Sometimes it can almost be like euphoric. Um, And yeah. And you just, feel really good i I don't want to go into too much detail because they actually tell you not to all right because one it's like kind of a special um it's you know your own thing and your own experience but also you don't want to put like preempted ideas into others as well because when they go in to do it then they expect this thing and they might not get it you know and (coughs) excuse me and um it'll sort of yeah put them off but yeah it's been really good and you and like the biggest thing for me is I've felt less stressed um I've always been quite a even though I said before I've I've been very positive and Mm. you know had a um optimistic outlook on life I've also um been quite uh highly strung and uh my mother would say have an Irish temper (laughs) (laughs) and um quite stressed i suppose um Mm. which and as i sort of got older put more stress on myself and stuff like that yeah um but yeah learning the meditation technique i can physically feel like i've unwound (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah 
And I remember one day thinking, I was like, how did I walk around with all this tension in my body? Mm. Like, um, and yeah, so it's, yeah, like I said, highly recommend. <laughs> it's awesome. And, 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 you know, people can Google and, um, you know, it's like every other kind of thing out there. You can Google it, you can have a look and, and there's some beautiful kind of pathways to follow. I think what I like about the idea of, you know, you're starting to see more conversation around kind of breath work and, and meditation. And I mean, they're ancient tools, you know, yeah. they are the tools of our ancestors that kind of got forgotten um, because we live in such a fast paced world of, you know, stress and, and, and trying to find, you know, meaning and, you know, it's not obvious how it plays out on all of us because that is, I must admit that like one of the things I kind of didn't really want to ask you, but I thought about was mm. like, it's a, it's, you know, it's a big burden to put back on yourself, you know, to you carry his name, you know, to make sure it's not forgotten. And, and, you know, the, I guess one of the challenges with that man is that um, there's no end date. He will always be the age he is right. Yet you have the extra burden of moving on. And so I guess it's just trying to, and, and I wonder, you know, the, the body and mind are beautiful things and, and it's, it's really nice to hear that you're also finding those other things that can relieve that tension. And I'm sure that will um, continue to emerge because yeah, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a really hard thing to do actually what you're doing. You know, yeah. I, I think traditionally most people go through the grief period and then they have to move mm. on. But you, it seems like you're actively like, I'm going to put myself in that, you know, and make myself turn up to this conversation. And, and I find that really kind of yeah, brave, which is, mm. which is cool. And, yeah. you know, I've been just trying to work it out. You know, what, why would someone do that? Well, I think someone would do that if you can, you know, uh, um, and just to kind of like, you know, because I've been thinking about this for a while, but yeah. I had this example that I maybe a year ago, two years ago, I was watching this Netflix documentary. It was, you know, something about something, but it was basically trying to find meaning and different things. And they, they had a camera crew in a slum in India, and basically they were talking about dreams. And they interviewed this young little um, Indian girl and, you know, hard of hard lives, right? Like eight years old or something in charge of looking after all the other little siblings, you know, brutal um, compared to, I guess, our Western standards where we have a little bit more free time. Well, a lot more. But point was, they said to this little girl, what do you dream about? And she said, I don't dream. And I was like, whoa. I had never considered that others don't dream, right? We get to dream. And so I was trying to consolidate that. And maybe why it comes back to you is because, you know, you can, you have the ability to keep someone's name um, alive. So you, you're going to do it, right? And that doesn't mean it's not going to be easy or kind of continuously break you. But yeah, uh, you know, you, I, I kind of choose to talk really deeply about this stuff because otherwise it's just, why did you start running, you know? And, and yeah, we yeah. can talk about that, but, you know, why, that's my question. Why take that burden, you know? Because, I mean. I've actually, um, yeah. I've, 
I've always been like very ambitious mm. and I've always wanted to do something big with my life and that was, you know, made an impact that was made a difference mm. is a better, better way to put it. Um, I've always had this like burning desire to help others. Um, and I've always thought that I would do something really big with my life as well. Like I've always, maybe that's my ego. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I guess something that you just said before that kind of resonated with me um, about like, there's no finish line. That kind of shocked me. <laughs> and you're right. Um, <laughs> and I guess you can compare that to happiness and contentment. Um, and what I mean by that is you're not going to be happy when you get that job you're aiming for or finish that marathon you've been training for, you know, like that's not how our brains work. We will achieve a goal and then maybe we let ourselves be happy for what an hour <laughs> max. And then we're like, right on to the next thing. But it's just about allowing yourself to be happy and be present. Um, and yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that, but I suppose in terms of like living in Matt's honor and, you know, I think it's just given me a bit of a kick up the butt to do things I wanted to do anyway. Mm -hmm. And I suppose fast forwarded <laughs> a few things. I don't even know if fast forwarded is a word, <laughs> a few things that I've yeah always really wanted to do. Like I've always really wanted to, um, work in mental health or, um, you know, like I already, or I already had in my notebook that I wanted to connect with the likes of Movember. Um, and I guess, yeah, losing Matt kind of just made me go, okay, well, like life is fragile. That, that could be me next, you know, um, we're naive if we think we're going to live to, you know, into our eighties. Um, and I hope you do, and I hope I do, but, um, yeah, and it's just, life's short, just do more, yeah. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, and maybe it'll fizzle out, you know, um, I don't see it fizzling out anymore, like, I'm pretty driven right now, um, and, um, just want to keep going, really, and, mm -hmm. like I said before, it could be an element of just distracting myself, but, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's 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 uh, it's all of the above. Um, and look, I I don't want to pry too personal, but um, you know, I guess behind us is uh, you know, our partners and our families, and and we're they're trying to make sense of um, how we operate in the world. You know, uh, I guess maybe somewhere where I feel quite similar to you is I'm ever the optimist. You know, I believe that I can like currently I've gone back to university to study my master's and like, I didn't even do well when I was at school. So what the hell do I have to think I can do that? But for some reason I think I can. Right. Mm. And so I'm, I follow those things and I'm like, yeah. yeah, you only live once. And, and surely the reason that people provided a nice way for me to um, have a good feeling about the world and myself is so I could do things. Otherwise, what do you want me to do? Go to work and come home and go to work, come home. And I'm still, still trying to that voice telling mm. you, you can't. Uh, 
No, no. I have such a voice that says you can, but then I get quite often like it's obvious I can't. (laughs) So (laughs) my reality sometimes confronts me. But anyway, it's like having a podcast. You know, when I started podcasting, Mm. no one in New Zealand was podcasting and now it's like the coolest word. And that's awesome, you know, but I'm trying to just work out well. I obviously get a feeling about things that they might be something and I have that about what I'm studying. So I'm studying um, kind of, uh, well, stress and how that ties into the way we breathe and how you can, I'm, I want to learn the science around that, you know, so that when someone says to me, slow nasal breathing is relaxing, I wish to know exactly why, you know, and actually I, I do know exactly why, but um then I want to go further than that and try and understand how I can influence that. And so uh, mm. I guess the point of um, me going on a big chin wag about that was, was yeah. something that I've kind of forgotten, but um, no, that was it. That causes a huge upheaval in my own family. You know, I'm married for nearly 15 years. We've got three kids and I'm, you know, I am 40 and I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. But the reality is you create waves however you go. So my kind of, I guess, gentle question was, how was it for your partner, you know, with your journey? Um, It it can't be, you know, well, yeah, how is it maybe is my question. Yeah, well, it's actually been super hard on her too. Um, Well, obviously, firsthand she sees her husband you know her life partner struggling a lot um and but also she went to high school with Matt and I as well um she also lived in London with us um so yeah she's very very much on this on this with me um and yeah I think she she does struggle at times because especially there are times where I shut down, you know, and I, and she kind of tries to ask me, you know, why are you angry or, or whatever. Um, and I can't give her an answer, you know, like I, I don't know why I'm angry. And, Mm. and honestly, this was, this was happening before I lost Matt. Um, and it was exactly why I wanted to work in, sort of in mental health because I was already working on my own mental health. Um, I feel like I'm super aware of my emotions and, you know, I have a good mind body connection and um, I don't, I'm happy to talk about it, you know, where a lot of people don't. Um, And I was already getting really angry. Um, This is meant to be about my partner. Now I'm talking about myself. (laughs) Sorry, bro. (laughs) Man, we're all one thing, you know, we're all, (laughs) we're a team, we're Um, a team. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so I was already kind of heading down this track of sort of mental health and men's health and, you know, wanting to make a difference and help others. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to go back to your question, it's 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 been really hard on Britt. Uh, that's my wife's name. Um, yeah. But, yeah, she's been amazing. And, yeah, man. And I couldn't have got through any, any of it without her, for it's sure. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Shout out to... The partners, you know, of yeah. the dreamers, and and not to say they're not dreamers too, because mm. definitely they put in the work. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose like post, you know, all the, my mental health stuff aside, um, me being super ambitious and, and having this sort of kick up the butt to do a lot. Um, yeah. She's obviously had to sacrifice a lot. She, um, she's a stay at home mum, and mm. which is the hardest job in the world. I Absolutely. definitely couldn't do it. And it's my wife too. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah man. Um, we were talking about it today It's the hardest yeah. job that you get no recognition for outside of your family. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah. And whenever people say like, you know, what are you doing? The people always say just to, just to stay at home mom, but take away that just cause yeah. yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Like I said, the hardest job in the world, but um, mm. yeah, she, she has long days with my son, Nico, um, you know, while I'm at work or, or out in the office podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so yeah. Shout out to you, babe. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, way to go, man, because, you know, that's my critique. And look, I, I know your journey is long going and you have to kind of keep um, media and stuff friends, but that's the type of advocacy I want from mainstream media too, is where they really like, like it's got to get underneath the tagline, you know? And I understand that there's necessary, we're all busy, but there should be levels and like, the level you're trying to operate at like let's not beat around the bush it will it will probably break you and then you got to remake yourself you know you're carrying the burden of a life and that's no joke and and i mean it should fuel you i don't want to sit here and kind of like make you doubt yourself or anything because that's definitely not man like yeah. man it's 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 the coolest thing to that you're doing one that you had the chance to connect with someone like Matt and be close mm. to someone like that and to spend the rest of your life trying to, you know, find meaning in that. And to, you know, that's why I thought it's quite interesting with the running. Um, I've spoken to a few guests who, um, you know, and I'm not going to lump you all together, but running is a thing that keeps coming up like breathing right. and running. And yeah. it's so primal. It is. You know? And and I guess one of the realizations I've had with guests in the past is like to to make sure you run towards it, you know, not run away from it, because they're quite metaphorical things. Um, so when yeah, maybe can you outline the the um the run with Matt um kind of you know campaign or or yep. concept and, and where you're at in it? Yeah, so um, it was that there was actually runs that he'd signed up to, um, right. with my, yeah, with my other mate. Um, they'd both recently split with their partners and, uh, we're looking for a way to, yeah, get through that and, and mm. see our beautiful country. Um, don't forget we're here. Yeah, we're all pretty locked down at this stage. Um, so yeah, they, they signed up to a bunch of runs. I was, I was only signed up for one 10 K <laughs> that I was going to do. It was not a runner, avoided running at all cost. Um, but yeah, after losing, after losing Matt, I think it didn't take long for me to say to my mate, I'm going to do them all with you. Um, and we ended up doing, it was about I think it was seven half marathons wow. uh, over the space of six months um, all around New Zealand. Um, and then on top of that, we did 
like a eight kilometer one for Movember. We run, ran, um, raised a bunch of money. We did the 11 kilometer traverse over um, the Harbour Bridge, wow. which was super fun. Um, oh, and three of those half marathons were back to back to back, <laughs> which was um, oh, on weekends, sorry, back to back to back weekends. Um, and that was pretty brutal on the body. Um, and yeah, and then after that, I did a triathlon and a full marathon. So I just keep pushing, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. And now I've, I'm having a bit of a break at the moment, just doing a bit of strength work in, in a home gym I built. Um, haven't found my next event, but um, I'm pretty keen to find another one because I need to relight that fire for my training. It's, <laughs> I feel like it's slacked off a little bit, but yeah. Um, something you just said before that I wouldn't mind touching on is um, – I suppose I think it was like self doubt um, and kind of the voice in your head. So sort of I can't ex- I can't exactly remember what you said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but um, after losing Matt, it's kind of got rid of that. I still have the right. you know the voice the voice every now and then. You know, like even before coming on this, like my voice was going mate, what do you think you're doing? You know, you're, you're in over your head. This bloke's super intelligent and articulate. Like you cannot come on here. Who do you think you are? Like he's head on art green. <laughs> you're just Regan green. <laughs> um, but, you know, losing Matt, I've kind of, I've, it's kind of made it easier to turn that voice off because I almost just say, you know, well, Matt didn't get his chance. He didn't get his shot. So you need Mm. to, you know, do more. Um, You need to, yeah. Um, And I suppose it's put me in a quite a powerful position because I'm not afraid of failure Mm. because I can't receive bad news anymore. If I, I don't know, for example, if I came on this podcast and absolutely mm. bottled it, you know, like talk nonsense, which I might be doing, <laughs> talk nonsense, um, or I apply for a job and I didn't get it, or I invested in some stock and lost a bunch of money, like it wouldn't phase me. Like I just wouldn't care, you know. You can't, like I said, you couldn't deliver me bad news anymore because, I mean, apart from the obvious <laughs> losing another loved one, but yeah, yeah. But now, yeah, now after losing Matt, I'm, I'm just in this power, powerful position where I'm not afraid of failure. And I don't really, for lack of a better term, I don't care what other people think about me, mm-hmm. you know, um, obviously I care about uh, my loved ones and, and, you know, um, being the best dad for my son and, um, and being the best husband for for my wife, and mm-hmm. of course I care what they think, but yeah, it's it's weird. My my mate almost he's he calls it as like his superpower because <laughs> one, yeah, it's it changes your mentality, but two, I guess you feel like you've got someone there behind you, you know, um, when when you're digging in a dark place, you know, in a long run or, and you're hurting, 
and you just feel almost a little bit invincible, <laughs> which I don't know, that could be dangerous, but at the <laughs> moment, it's at the moment I like it and I like, I like my mentality and I like how I, I just want to see what I'm capable of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and these runs are just a small part of that. Um, and I think, yeah, the goal is to keep, keep going with them. They're obviously not going to be as often. We're not going to do another six runs in seven months because, uh, my body's literally still recovering from them. Um, I do not know how people run all the time because I don't know if I've got bad joints or what, (laughs) but I just, yeah, my body's pretty broken. (laughs) Man. Oh, it's just so much to kind of unpick there. Um, Like one of the things I'm, no, but in in a good way, you know, like I just love where, where things start to reveal themselves, you know, like one of the things you said was, you know, this has given you the opportunity to turn that inner critic off, at least partly, so you can fail. And one of the things that's not obvious, I think, to many of us is why do why do we fail? So it makes sense when you say things like, you know, you got to fall over so you can get up again to go forward. And but it's like, well, why? You know, and that's the bit I think most of us logically think, why? You know, why? I mean, what's the meaning for? What what are we moving towards? And it just kind of clicked to me that Matt doesn't get the opportunity to fail anymore. So that's your job now to live a full life, right? Which will be wins, losses, because that is life. That's like the gift or the burden joined together. And I think I'd like to think more like that too, you know, because yeah, it would help. Um, It would definitely help a lot of us uh, to be more optimistic because I think that's the thing, right? Like when people get to this level of hopelessness, um, hopelessness, yeah, where, well, let's just talk about our suicide statistics. They're horrible. They're at the bottom end of, um, yeah, just like the em- the emptiest of emptiest, New Zealand in general. You know, that's it's counterintuitive. You look at this progressive country, beautiful country, yet it has this stream in there of this just whatever you call it. And so what to do about that and why is that? And I think that's a real hard one to answer. So when you look back through what you're doing, I think there starts to be some, some um, you know, not answers, but maybe some t- more talking points arise, you know, um, mm. which is, which now you know, it's, it's cool, man. You get to kind of continue this path and you're obviously going to be learning a lot. You get to share a lot. And I just think that's, that's, um, it's gonna, it's going to provide some real good roadmaps, you know, um, like you're running. If someone explained, asked you how to explain how to run a mar- half marathon or a marathon, you'd have a really detailed insight. Right. But if they said, Hey man, help me with, help me with my neck. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you get over the thoughts that you're not worth it in life? You know, people don't have a good answer for that at the moment. And I think it's people like yourself who have to, 
who are like <laughs> looking at this hard thing head on, you know, which is, you know, you mourning your best mate and trying to make sense of it. And yeah, it's, um, it's pretty intense, man. Mm. Yeah. I don't think you can make sense of it. Eh? Um, you know, like there's no answer. Mm. There's, there's no reason why he's gone. Um, nothing's going to bring him back. Um, so yeah, I don't have a choice. Like I don't have a choice, but to keep moving forward and, and yeah, being able to share it with others, I suppose, share my, share my journey and, and help others in a, in a tough spot. Um, and my whole sort of motivation behind creating my podcast is, is basically to show that at the end of the day, we're all just a bloke, uh, obviously females, are. <laughs> um, but you know, we all go through tough times. Like everyone struggles, you know, I'm not their first person to lose a loved one and I won't be the last. Um, and I don't think we yet, I don't think people have the tools to go, to get through tough times, you know, to get through struggles. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, with the suicide, like, I think if you asked, if you asked old me, you know, early twenties, me about suicide, I would have said, and this would have, this would have been after I lost my first mate, maybe my, even my second, I would have said that suicide was selfish because, you know, my mates didn't get a chance. So who were they to take their own life? You know, they, they've just quit. <clears throat> but as I've gotten older and wiser, of course, <laughs> uh, and more, you know, more, connected with my own mental health and, and gone through my own mental health issues. I mean, I get it, you know, mm. I, I get that life can get you down and, and get you down so hard that you just feel like you need to quit. You know, like I've got all the tools and I've got, you know, like I've said a few times already, all the support and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm depressed or suicidal or anything, but I don't know. I guess I'm just trying yeah. to say I can, I can understand it. Absolutely. I can see how it, I can see how it happens. I can see how people spiral down and, you know, if they, they lose a loved one, then they lose their job and then they start drinking and they're going into town, they're fighting, they get arrested, whatever. And it, and I can see how it all just snowballs. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's the conversation that needs to be had more, you know, where there's lots of, um, you know, I, I start looking at like an elite type of people. And um, one of the things I was exploring just to do with my research that I'm doing with uni is like there's hierarchies of importance, I guess, when it comes to survival. And like the SAS, for example, they have a rule of threes. And I was really like, wow, there's a rule of something. So, yep, they've got three things that they focus on when, you know, things get really horrific. And the simple rule of threes is like three weeks without water, three weeks without food, three minutes without air. 
And I was like, oh, that's really interesting because in a very confusing world, at least in the tense situations, you got to make a call, hey, eh? and you got to mm. make your call. And I want those type of storylines and narratives to be out there for mental health as well. You know, like I think mm. one of the things I've been researching is um, the importance of nutrition to mental health, particularly. Mm. Um, and you listen to a bit of my podcast with Art Green, micronutrients, you know, the, the magnesiums, the zincs, the vitamins. And guess what? When you're stressed and worried and angry, those things get depleted. And yeah. that's, that's uh, if I put it under the rubric of, you know, the threes, okay, great, food, then movement, you know, it's like what you're doing, going out and running, you know, it's like yeah. awesome. And then I don't know what the other one would be, maybe one close friend or, you know, meditation or something like that. But mm. I can't think of someone in culture, our culture, maybe, who has a solution for that. There's no rule of threes when you're having a shit day, eh? There's just like, deal with it. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes it's not, it's not zoomed in enough, you know? Mm. Um, I mean, we and kind so of got talked to a mate or bring out. Before. What's that? Sorry, mate. Well, I was just going to say, and for years, it's just been, you know, harden up or suck it up or, you know, what are you crying about sort of thing. And and especially for men, like, Mm. and we, we do struggle to talk about our feelings and, and open up. And I don't know, I almost think like, you know, talking it out now, I almost think maybe going to see a counselor or, or talking about it maybe that's not for us. Maybe that's not for men. Maybe we mm. should, maybe we should just stick to, um, you know, exercise and like nasal breathing, cold immersions, um, heat, um, um, you know, all, all the other tools, uh, meditation, all the other tools that I suppose keep you mentally health, healthy. Mm. Um, and being, proactive rather than reactive i think is a is crucial um and you know obviously by that i mean even if you're not depressed or uh, even if you're you don't feel sad like you should still do these things anyway we're so good at looking after our physical fitness well not everyone (laughs) and um and, and now, you know, the world is, New Zealand is definitely getting better without eating. You know, you, you see a lot of trends with, well, all sorts of diets, but, but we yeah. don't want to, we don't want to really go too deep into those because some of them, <laughs> yeah. some of them are awful. Um, some of them are like religions, eh? They just like, yeah. you got to, you really yeah. have to have a leap of faith to yeah. gobble that stuff up. Yeah, I mean, and I just think keep it simple. Um, mm. I suppose, uh, Barrett, we'll dive into nutrition a little bit. <laughs> I mean, no way am, am I an expert, but um, just keep it simple. You know, mm. we know what we should and shouldn't eat. Absolutely. Um, if you're if you're listening to this and you're and you're into nutrition, health, and fitness and stuff, go and follow. If you don't, go and follow uh, James Smith. Um, do you, you know the guy I'm talking about? He, no, but I'll just quickly oh, he, follow him. 
Yeah, mate, he's bloody good. He makes um, very good um, videos. And one of his sort of common uh, metaphors he makes is if you have a dog that's overweight, you know, you're not going to make him eat in a certain window. Um, <laughs> little shot at fasting. Um, you know, you're not going to put him on a, um, a vegan diet or uh, make him do pilates or whatever not um not that that's a shot at pilates i actually really like pilates <laughs> it just popped in my head you know what are you gonna do you're gonna stop him you're gonna limit his food and you're gonna make him walk more you know take him for more walks so mm. why do we have to overcomplicate it um when it comes to ourselves you know just exercise more it's and eat eat less and mm. eat better foods you know like mm. It's why do we have to overcomplicate everything? And yeah. and I think I think mental health is the same, really. Um, and there's so many tools available to us. We just need to find the ones that suit us, you know. Mm. And and just and do them when we're feeling good as well. As you know, don't just do them when you've hit rock bottom. Sort mm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's um. It's beautifully simple, but the simple stuff's hard too, eh? And I think that's where we get caught up. Like, it is quite simple if you have an outlook at life. And, like, it's really brutally simple, actually. Like, take, mm. you know, your job's to love your kids. Protect them, that's it. You know, you can have funny jokes or whatever else, but no, no, no. Protect them. Try and get them through with as, and that's my job too, as little trauma as possible or an acceptable amount that they will build the resilience they need. You know, that's the other thing too. It's like you can't protect them too much. It's hard to get your head around. Um, and I speak from my own experience, you know, like I have a, you know, like I don't know how deep to go into this, but hmm. kind of every year that anti-bullying signs come up and I'm like, I wish it just said like, a, I wish it defined it. Because do you mean someone being mean to you or do you mean someone yeah. beating you up or do you mean it like combined or can they say, you know, like, we all have to go through that at some level. But I don't know. Maybe that's not worth traveling down. But having resilience to deal with it, I think, would be a nice common ground for us, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean, eh? Like, the <laughs> and I suppose this, this is a bit, like, hard enough, mate. But I think, yeah, the world is... Is getting a little bit soft. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, and and those sort of stuff, they it does make you stronger. Um, I mean, and of course, like I do not encourage bullying or <laughs> in any way. Um, and and I think kindness is is a rarity nowadays. Uh, mm. That um, yeah needs to be around more, but. But yeah, there's definitely something to be said about uh, resilience, and and if we, yeah, I think we do need to obviously raise our kids to be kind and and not to bully others, but also sometimes you do need to be tough, you know. Mm. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do need to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say hard enough, but you know, like. No, if man, you, you're right though. Like if you if you go onto a rugby field, 
you need to be tough. You need to be ready to take hits and, mm. and, and dish out hits as well. You know, you can't go on there half-assed and there's mm. definitely moments like that in life, you know? Um, and yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, same. It's, you know, it's like stress. Like everyone's like, Oh, we don't want to be stressed, but you actually need it. If you need, you need short-term stress to like keep your immune system healthy. If you're not stressed, you're going to get sick. So, you know, that's why I think what we're kind of trying to say maybe is that you need both capacities. You need to Mm. be able to be, you know, soft and tough. And you need to, just like our autonomic system, you know, fight or flight or rest and digest. And it's kind of like, that's where I think it's beautifully simple, but you need to do the journey about where are you? Are you in fight or flight all day? And I don't know how to bring this up, Regan. And maybe I'll cut it out if you're not comfortable, but presume the other side of Matt, the person who took Matt's life, well, one, it must be in fight or flight all day to make such a decision, you know, to, to, to be in that zone. And I mean, maybe like, do you ever think about that person or... You know, is that insensitive for me to say? I'm really sorry if I... Nah, you're all right, man. I don't know. Um, honestly, like, not really. Um, I don't know any, I don't know that much about it. Did they ever say, like, sorry or... Oh, I highly doubt it. Right. Uh, um, yeah, I try not to. I try not yep. to think about him and... Yeah. Um, yeah, he hasn't really taken up too much of my headspace because Good. it's hard enough mourning the loss of my mate, you know. Um, and the way he went, you know, he was, I mean, not to, no need to beat around the bush, you know, he was murdered. Mm. Um, and, yeah, yeah, I just try not to put that in my head and, and maybe... Mm. Well, actually, I was going to say, and maybe I will have to deal with that one day. I'll hundred percent have to because, um, well, his trial is coming up. So, mm. so obviously, I, I I do need to be careful what I say, I suppose. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, to be honest, man, I I, I don't know. Um, yeah. And maybe if we have another chat, you know, in a year or so, I might yeah. I might be able to talk a bit more about it. But yeah, at this stage, I I just have to say, yeah, man, I don't I, I don't get. I don't give them the time, you know, That's it. I have enough, like I said, it's hard enough dealing with that. My best mate's gone and I'm never going to be able to hang out with Matt ever again. Like that's hard enough. Mm. Mm. That, that drains me enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what I take out of that too is it's you regulating what you can take. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to be careful as well to manage to make sure you've got enough in the tank eh, to get mm. to where you need to go, which is, you know, which is um, get that family to where they need to be, you know, your family. And I'm the same for my family. It's like, yeah, no, it's a, I don't know, man, maybe to kind of like um, round it off a little bit. It's we're exploring these zones, but it feels like it's like there's us, there's situations, there's family, there's society, you know, and we're constantly asked to like zoom in and out. And um, 
maybe we can agree that's not easy, you know? Doesn't matter how damn optimistic any of us are to try yeah. and play this game and and to open yourself up to it too, you know, is um, yeah. really, really intense. So what's next for you, bro? What's the next few months have for you? And, um, and, and yeah, just like, I guess, personally and with the, with the movement and everything else. Um, yeah, personally, um, I don't know. I, I kind of do have a bit of a, feel like I'm in a bit of a lull, I suppose. And I am mm. a bit of a, in a bit of a what's next. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm, to be honest, I'm kind of just, I'm rolling the roller coaster a little bit, eh? You know, um, it's, and everyone can relate to this because life Absolutely. is so up and down, you know, um, even if you haven't lost someone, life is up and down. Um, there's days where I jump out of bed and I go to the gym and then I go to work and I work really hard and I network with people there and mm, try and mm. further my career. And um, I do really well with, you know, my podcasting. I come on mm. an awesome podcast with Will Fleming and <laughs> we have great chats. Um, and then there's days where, I just don't want to get out of bed. I'm angry. I'm impatient with my boy. I'm sad. Um, you know, I, I snap at my wife, you know, like there's, and I guess that's, that's life. And, and I, I'm massive on like self-improvement and working on myself and, and yeah. So I suppose to answer your question, I'm just going to, keep riding the roller coaster that is life and and you know live in the moment be present keep working on myself um my little personal quote that i like to use i suppose is is be the best version of me Mm. um which is probably another thing that never has an ending (laughs) but i mean that's kind of how i like it i guess um Mm. i wouldn't want it to have an ending I wouldn't want to get to a point where I'm at full happiness and I can't, I can't be any happier and I can't mm. improve myself anymore. You know, I can't be any stronger physically and mentally because that's life. You know, you've got to have a purpose. I think purpose is huge in life. And, and I feel like I'm only just sort of trying to, like, I feel like I'm just starting to find mine now, you know, I'm almost 30 and I feel like I'm just finding my feet. Um, So to any, you know, really young listeners, don't worry if you're lost. Mm. Um, Don't worry if you don't have a career yet. Um, Because one thing that I used to really worry about and and put a lot of stress on myself up right up until probably the last year or two, is that I didn't have a career and, and I haven't really, you know, done anything. And I didn't know where I was going with my life. I'd often be like, well, what am I doing with my life? Um, and, but yeah, I've, I've learned recently. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Um, everyone has their own journey. Um, everyone has their own roller coaster. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, just write it, <laughs> man. It's wise words. And look, I'm 
time travel forward 10 years and that's me right i'm i'm 40 and i'm still mm-hmm. trying to reinvent the wheel and trying to work out what meaning is and you know you kind of gave me a nice compliment that you know oh, i'm coming on this podcast am i gonna talk to will and and like i'm thinking the same thing about you i'm like yeah. who the who the f am i to go and talk to regan about his story you know and i think the answer is that we're all like that you know yeah. we're all just exactly the same and there's a few good things and a few bad things and we're just trying to like not let each other overwhelm the other side so you know i definitely feel the one difference for you, Regan, is you've taken that extra layer on, eh? With mm. keeping Matt's name, um, yeah. Well, the opposite to submerged, emerged, you know, and and so that's that's where you know I find it interesting that you're going to have to kind of balance that out. But man, you're carrying that giant rock up a hill for us, dude, and it's um it's inspiring and. You know, please remember that on those days that, you know, you're like, what the hell am I doing? You're like, I'm carrying a giant rock up a hill <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's weight, you know, it's a hefty weight. It's the memories of your best friend. So, um, Hey, where can people, um, kind of follow you if they want to keep in touch with you or, um, you know, um, invite you on their podcast and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, um, my, I suppose just from inst- on Instagram, um, my handle is Regan Green, R E G A N, Green, spelled like the color. I think there's two underscores at the end, but <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I need to try and work that out. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but yeah, that's about it, really. Um, that's that's all, all I do at the moment. But yeah, look out for uh, just a bloke podcast coming soon. <laughs> Sweet man. Well, you know, if you're looking for guests, Mate, I'm, I'm, oh, it'd be awesome to come and have a chin wag with you. Hundred percent, you're there for sure. Sweet. <laughs> I feel like I've, I've finally made it. Um, <laughs> look, let's keep in touch, bro. Uh, there's so yeah. much. You know, life's a, like you said, it's a roller coaster, eh? Um, mm. And like roller coasters, just a pile of bits put together. If there's no people in it. So I guess the other thing to acknowledge is we've got to fill that roller coaster up and go for a ride all together. So um, we're now on that ride together and uh, we can, you know, touch base with each other and, and follow the journey. But for now, man, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. I'll be back. (laughs) 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 Anytime. Open, 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 um, (laughs) open invitation. Sweet bro. All right. I'll, uh, we'll wrap it here. We can go back to families and uh, All right, bro. yeah, I really appreciate you reaching out and it's awesome to chat and sorry. I hope I didn't kind of go anywhere. You didn't want to go. I, you know, I just really, I guess like it's, I, just, I guess my instinct is to care about you and your journey, you know, like I feel like mm. most people will be interested in what you're doing, mm. but um, I, I just been just observing you to make sure that um, you know, that I guess I'm on your team, you know, Someone yeah. you can come and have a yarn to when it's getting tough too, because yeah, I, I hope that came through. Like it's, yeah, man, sure. it's, it's no it's no little yeah. thing you're doing. Like if you just had a steady job, family, that breaks most people. You know, that mm. is most like statistically most people won't stay married and all that stuff. That's yeah. why I'm like, man, yeah. I'm, 
I said to my wife the other day, like we're 15 years together. We're, we're doing what most people can't do. So yeah. now you've got that extra thing and you need your team and let me be on your team. So um, yeah, yeah keep, it, keep in touch, brother, eh? Will do, 100%. Awesome, man. Thanks, man. All right, see you, brother. Bye. Holding my head again Making my way through crowded thoughts Sometimes it's hard to get out of it Broke my heart in the dark I was just trying to feel something Falling asleep to the sound of it Always used to let you clean up the messes Down on my knees, thought I couldn't stand up on my own Turns out sometimes you're stronger alone Bringing out the fight, yeah, bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero, look inside the mirror I find one, oh too hard, pick it up, dust it off, when I fall down 11, I get up 12, don't need nobody else, yeah, I can save myself, got burned, but I learned, our scars make us who we are, now I'm 10 feet tall over my demons, remind me no one's got me like myself, yeah, I love me without any help I'm the best thing to believe in So I'm bringing out the fight, yeah Bring on all the lightning Cause I'm looking for a hero Look inside the mirror I find one, oh Carry the hurt when it gets too hard Pick it up, dust it off When I fall down But I got a million reasons why I won't Cause this heavy is a season And the sun is always right behind the storm